do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. We occasionally go down paths that don't really go anywhere. Yeah. So they have like a 30 second bit where it's like, we did not actually resolve any of that. I've started to say <laughs> nod when I nod. Because which is this completely is, useless. Not helpful. Since at they all. don't know I'm nodding, and he cuts those out, which I think is super impractical for the audience because they don't know. They just think that Tim's just rattling on, and I'm just sitting here quiet with my thumb at my butt, and really what I'm doing is I'm nodding along. So I say That's nod when you occasionally. Say, uh -huh. That's when you say yeah. You make a sound. I prefer to say nod. Yeah, see, so okay. this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> Molly knows she know. she spent she spent three years sitting next to me on the couch. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so anyway. welcome to. Are you recording now? We've we been are. recording yeah. for about ten oh. minutes. <laughs> Not for ten minutes, about a minute. See, Dustin Dustin is like The Walking Dead. He has no sense of time or scale. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. My own my own personal my own personal needs outweigh everything else that could possibly be happening to the point to the detriment of everyone else in my vicinity. That's how I am like Fear the Walking Dead. This is also true. So I am Tim. I am Dustin. This is Zompocalypse now. Yes, and sitting silently on the couch, judging us and playing on her phone, is our good friend Molly Montgomery, who will probably say nothing, but she's here, so you should probably know that We've she's here. We've actually Hi. already captured her voice earlier, and we will use it against her. We Oh, we should do one of those things where we take all the words that she said and make all new sentences I, with them. <laughs> depends on how much time I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I may be like, make no. Her, make her, uh, uh, That'd be really funny. I don't have time, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If I had a nickel. Oh, so this is the... We have two more episodes after tonight. And this, for the end of this season, we are told. And all I can think is... Why? Why is it not Why does two this weeks from now? Why does this show hate us? <laughs> I think... Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. I think that this, sh this episode of this show mm -hmm. is... Better than episode three that we the third episode that came that we came back. It was miles and miles better than the Travis and Chris episode. Right. Miles okay. and so miles. so this is a better episode than a significant chunk of the episodes of this show. But however, however, we've had two really good episodes since the show came back, and this is not anywhere near as good as them. But it does give us a almost point-by-point point example of what is wrong with Fear the Walking Dead. And what is wrong is white ladies can't mind their own business. Uh, well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of the problems, yeah. Uh, Nick, teenage, boy, teenage boys with white savior syndrome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good Lord. And if there was dumb, selfish things that could be done tonight. They were done. With with 
the exception of the Ophelia storyline, mm-hmm. I've said many times that I feel like Ophelia is completely wasted on this show. This is an actress that they have hired to stand in the background, cry occasionally, and all, and maybe say, What? But this episode, she did stuff. She had flashbacks about falling in love one time, and she... Getting asked to... I asked her to marry her. Yeah, she proved that she can siphon gas, and she... Uh, Got stabbed, tripped by her mom? Stabbed that lady in the face, that walker lady in the face yeah. with a hammer, and she looked out on the seas of ocean and thought about stuff. And then decided that she was going to drive... North to America to find her man. Yeah, she's going to Arizona. They they pretend they don't know that's what she's doing, but she was looking at a fucking map, Chris Hardwick. Pull your head out of well, your beautiful toned that, ass. Better than that, there's a look. sign. And the sign says, uh, USA, this way, and rest of Mexico, this way. And, yeah, she's looking at a map. Between the two of them, it's like, uh, that is her entire story this entire episode. Mm. We have now described everything that happens to her. Which is more than's happened in Ophelia in 25 other episodes of television. And honestly, the best part of the episode in terms of things making sense and being sensible. Doing what they were supposed to do. I mean, she, out of nowhere, the character has become long-driving action chick. Yeah. With emotional story, with emotional backstory. Her mom could have been teaching her all those weird survival tidbits. Her mom, this is a possibility, I'm writing headcanon right now. Okay, sure. Um, her mom was just more badass than dad was, and if she hadn't oopsie broken her tibia or whatever it was that landed her in the death hospital in season one, then she would have badassed her way through this whole thing. And she would be the leader and not Madison, and we would have none of these problems. No, because Ophelia would get into trouble, and then she and then mama and dad would kill Everyone. Yeah, but I would have liked that show. I would have watched that show. Yeah, killing yeah. people in the walk, Walkie Dead. Oh, so that, so there we have a character who is going to go away, but she'll come back for the mid-season finale that because course. we've established she's tonight the, she's, 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 she's the only one who was <laughs> who's not there because. Oh, oh God. God! So should we talk about? Nick and his savior complex, okay, or should we so, talk about... Yeah, so let's talk about Nick and his savior complex. Oh, and his daddy issues. His it's daddy also issues. his daddy issues, and also his terrible white boy dreadlocks. Oh, God, and also the fact that he hair. probably smells a lot like meat, and I don't understand how he's going to kiss that. <laughs> oh, no, he is the, his hair is filthy, disgusting, and it is... Oh. So anyway... And, and oddly enough, you know, I realize we want to make a distinction between Nick and the rest of his family, but the rest of his family will scrub themselves with with Brillo pads to get the dirty off them. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, is this mud? <laughs> Oops. Is this filth? I'm going to wear this <laughs> old I, guy's clothes for four weeks. I don't can care. Can I stick my head in this disgusting putrescence? Yes. Yes, Nick, you can. Okay, cool. And everyone wants to be around him anyway. Yeah. So, in all fairness to him, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to do the right thing. So okay, yeah, I I I have to say that I do agree. The, the episode started with a family escaping from the colony yeah. uh, under cover of midday, and a a really terrible guard. Yes. who was asleep at the guard post. 
And they, they snuck out through the wall. They even killed a walker, covered themselves in gore, escaped. But then... A the little girl did not draw attention to herself in an unreasonable manner. And I'm, she kept her teddy bear. And she kept her I teddy know, bear even right. though... Even though... She had the teddy bear attached to her backpack in the universal symbol did, of eat me. Did you notice, though? I noticed this as, as they were hiding super badly from the coyotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the teddy bear had a little smudge of gore on its nose. I did not oh notice that. that. I almost brought it up, awesome. but I was too busy being being distracted by how badly they hid from the, the truck driving. Yeah. Through. So the, they, are, they are captured. By the yes. same guys, what run the, the mini mart, the mini mart, the, the supermarket for Mel, and they of course recognize this guy is one of the scouts. Although they actually the drag that scene out ridiculously because he looks exactly the same as he does without the gore, as he does with the gore. He's just now red. I recognize your face. No, no, we've never met before. No, really, I recognize your face. You come to see me every week. I mean, how dumb is this question? <laughs> right. So, so. He wasn't supposed to recognize him? That was, well, it was in subtitles, and I know you have a problem with subtitles. No, I don't. What are you saying? <laughs> you didn't you read on your phone the entire time. <laughs> oh, no, I, I have a problem with the show. Oh, uh, yes. I can read subtitles. I know how to read. Yes, the, these, <laughs> these two characters have actually met each other in a previous episode. Yes, many times. Because this <laughs> is one of the guys who takes drugs to the mini-mart to get water and supplies. This show is not good. No, it's terrible. The show is bad, Molly. Show is bad. Tim and I spit, watch it every week. Because we're bad people. Too. I tweet about it at the night, Dusto. Every <laughs> week about how bad I think it is. And then we talk about it for 30 to 40 minutes about how bad we think it we is. We have sins and we have to pay for them. Oh, okay. Yeah, Then and this is how this is how we're doing it. Okay. And hopefully one day God will forgive us. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> there was this great show oh, in the 80s. God. That was about a ghost. Here he goes. Who had to save a hundred souls to get into heaven. And so he joined up with a cop that had a, a near-death experience. And this is a show that could only happen in the 80s. Oh, Doogie Howser. <laughs> and, he, no. and so the two of them had to go around. And I think it lasts like four and a half episodes. I watched every single one because no, I was that child who watched that shit. Um where they had to go around and save a soul, and they had to save a hundred souls before he could get into heaven, and the cop that had the near-death experience could have, like, his his soul cleansed. So, anyway, that's how I think about Fear the Walking Dead. Do you remember the show Brimstone, where yes. the, the cop had, he, he, he killed the guy who murdered his wife. And then he oh, went the to hell. The guy raped his wife, then he gets sent to hell, and then a hundred... A hundred damn souls break out of hell. Yeah, and he had to gather them all back and up. And the, the devil sends it back and up. And the devil was played by by the guy who played Lex Luthor's father on Smallville. And he was he was walking, talking snark. It was awesome. Yes. And it only lasted I don't for think a I was allowed to watch that show because my parents are super Southern Baptist. It but was I remember awesome. it. Awesome. The devil showed up every episode to just sit there and go, "Hi, I'm funnier than you," and then he'd be gone. I uh, like shows about the devil, but I don't watch Lucifer. We may watch Lucifer. I've heard that that we might start covering um, that. I had the preview episode. They sent they sent us a link. The, the oh. network sent us a link to the preview episode, so I will give the you get the link. See, this is what we this is what we're talking about. I watched a little bit of Lucifer. The I first... like Lucifer, but I don't care about the cop with the eyeshadow. So, for the folks at home, <laughs> this is a digression. Uh, this, this is about this is, this is what this, we think is the Walking Dead. We would so. rather talk about. <laughs> 
The first season of Lucifer was very entertaining. It is very silly with moments of awesome. I just decided right now that if we're going to cover it, I am not going to watch any of it. I'm not going to watch a single episode of the first ep- of the first season. I want to jump in cold and blind and nude into this show. Hang on. That's so, an image. So that we can... So I will we, find a robe to put on you or something. So that, so that no. I will have no... It will be fresh baby doe eyes when it comes to Lucifer. It'll be beautiful. Okay, sure. Anyway. Fresh baby doe. I don't know how much of this I'm cutting out, but I'm sure it's going to be some of it. Anyway. So, what do you we were talking about? Nick. Nick. So, oh, right. right. So, so, yeah, so, we he's... didn't even get past this guy escaping. So, everybody freaks out because this, right. this guy and his family left. and He's part of the, the group that goes actually goes out into the world. Who actually, you know, nobody's supposed to leave the colony. Right. But they do. Right. And, and so, people are freaking out. And apparently, this is like the third or fourth scout who has abandoned them. And so the pharmacist is all like, like, I'm going to amp up my rhetoric and... He's acting really weird. So the basic premise of this guy, the one of the reasons that he's in charge is because he got bit by a zombie and didn't die. Mm-hmm. He has this big divot in his shoulder where apparently... You know, he was bit. So, and his idea, of course, is that the, the dead will cleanse the world, we'll just be safe in here. Yeah. We'll hang out in our little area. The dead will go eat everybody else. And when the dead are done eating... Uh, um, profit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Seriously. It's, it's, yeah. It, the wheel, we are not going to die. We're just going to stay in here and then hope that everything... Well, and it really, it, it's also the... It, it's the nicer version of the death cult. Right. Um, because their whole attitude is, is that you know the dead... The, they've got this. They built this giant wa- uh, pen of this wall of the undead that is protecting the protecting air quotes from the outside world, and you know everything's gonna be fine if they just stay inside. Yeah, and this is naive and suicidal, and it's going to get them all killed. This is why I say God. Right. No, and, I was just thinking that I wanted a taco. Oh, well, if we vote for Hillary Clinton. We'll have There'll a taco, taco truck on every, on every corner. corner. And I fail to see the problem with that. So, there you go. <laughs> that sounds good. I, I know. Like that's that. what we're saying. I, I love tacos. So oh, street tacos. Anyway, so, so the farm's is totally freaking out. And he's freaking out really weird. He, he's all sweaty and he's angry. Yeah. In a way that and he's Lucia not... And Lucia tries to, like, calm him down and he, like, jumps all down her throat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nobody leave the colonia. And, and Nick's like, I think I'm going to just, like, not listen to any of that so because i think i know better than you so here's here's the problem with nick with what nick's doing because he is trying to help because he looks at the guys out there with the guns who are running the grocery store from hell they are expecting them to show up with the drug shipment so that they can get their groceries right it's on a schedule right and and it was supposed because, to be today yeah and the guy who ran away is supposed to be that guy and so Nick's like, if we don't bring the stuff, they're going to start looking for us. And I didn't know that the colony, that they didn't know where the colony was. And that, Yeah, that seemed weird to me, too. And it also seemed a little dumb that they would think that they wouldn't know where they are. Well, and I think that it's... But then I, they ask, like, they beat up the dude and, like, where's the colony? I don't understand how they don't know. They're in yeah. the same town. Yeah, and it's... I don't know how they could possibly think that they wouldn't be able to be followed back. Well, and at the end of the episode, there's guys from the grocery store looking at the colony. 
right at the end i don't know how they found they find well they probably tortured the poor guy who they had his family because they got his kid okay so anyway yeah so nick nick wants to help nick nick thinks this is going to be very very dangerous if they don't give the money to the guys with the guns the drugs that's sick yeah you know it's basically what it is it's a it's it's a we got to deal with the criminal element and if we don't give them their protection money at the right time you know this is a nice little nice little you know human settlement you got here it'd be a shame if it burned down yeah um while he's doing this he's basically lying to everyone around him again and saying oh no this is gonna be fine i'll stay here i'll be a good boy while he's secretly planning a mission with another scout to go and bring the drugs and hope that that takes care of things but of course it's not going to it's just going to lead to more crazy terribleness right okay so that's nick that's basically okay because yes at the end of that he's been disappointed by another father Mm -hmm. uh and so now he is going to take matters into his own things to make them Infinitely worse than they are now. Which and is, and he's discovered that the that the coyotes have basically can see the settlement. Right. Um, and the reason they can see the settlement is because of the guy that they picked up earlier and his family. So bear that in mind. We'll come back to that. Because yes, down at the hotel, Madison has whipped everything into shape. Everybody's doing great. People are fishing. They've cleaned up all the rooms. They've fixed the bar. They're making ice. People are obsessed with ice in this show. This well, because, episode is because all about the ice. all the water in Mexico immediately is going to make you ill. Yes. We all know this. Right. The show doesn't know this. The show makes damn sure that nobody knows the water in Mexico is basically poison because they all wander around drinking it all the time. But the ice, of course, means that everyone can have cocktails. That's really what it is. Yeah. Because just the look on... Strand's face when he's able to put ice in his drink is irritating as all hell. So anyway, <laughs> the point is that Madison has is running a really tight ship, except she's forgotten that she's got a grieve, grieving woman who's lost her husband and her daughter. And her mind. And her mind wandering around the hotel. And so With access to the sharp objects. There's there's a there's like a community elders meeting going on. Mm-hmm. And Oh, oh, stop. I have to stop and go back. Okay. Because Madison goes to get Alicia for this meeting while she's learning to surf. Tell me, Tim, tell me why you would want to go surfing off of the out onto the water that you know has a very strong riptide because you threw a bunch of zombies in there just last week. Why would you want to learn to surf in that water? Also, Gross. there's zombies in there. There's wa- zo- riptide <laughs> zombies right there. What hotel did they take over? A Ramada? Yes. <laughs> yes, they took over a Ramada. Actually, it's this giant resort. There are three There are three residence towers, mm-hmm. and there's a spa, mm-hmm. and there's a dock that leads mm-hmm. out to the riptide for murdering. Uh, it's a big, beautiful hotel. Which I presume, what, a cruise ship comes yes. up and goes up against that? Because there's sure. nothing else. I mean, nothing, there is no other boat that's going to dock that high. Yeah. Come come to the amazing Ramada Inn Apocalypse. Apocalypse Inn? <laughs> there we go. That's, that's where we'll be broadcasting from now. We'll be broadcasting from the Apocalypse Inn. Yeah. Is Apocalypse now from the, from the Apocalypse Inn? Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. So, anyway. Build jokes on top of jokes here, uh, fellas. I know. Anyway. Um, so, there's a knock on the door. 
and and it's Mary Alice Singleton. And Strand opens the door. And she stabs him in the whole face or gut. Actually, yeah, she stabs him in the gut in just the right place so she avoids any major organ. But apparently he's bleeding the hell out. Uh, um, and she's which, like, by the way, this is not how biology works, just so you know. She's like, you took my daughter from me. And then she skips off into the sunset. And everyone's um, like, huh, crazy people happens. with knives. I'm going to the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you guys, I'm going home. So they, now it's emergency time that they go and get some medicine they for just, Strand. They, luckily, one of the hotel, one of the people. The sexy groomsman who was once a groomsman, but is always sexy. That's, there we go. He has a year and a half of medical school. He's not actually a doctor, but he does know enough not to actively kill people with his with, yes. his, with his failure to doctor properly. And um, and Alicia once saw a hospital. She she was a candy striper at one point, essentially. <laughs> she she looked out of the window while while Madison took took Nick to the hospital and saw it, and so now she she's going to help. So she has a terrible bedside manner, but, but she makes she's Strand laugh. Still the most practical person. She is. Like like Alicia. Is the best on the mm-hmm. show. Yes, she Jeez. did. She did not start off being this. Remember that in the first season, she was cleaning vomit-colored covered floors with her hair loose. Yes, her <laughs> her beautiful brunette hair spilling over her shoulders and, and her gloves on, and then she touched her face with the vomit gloves. Yeah, so. and we were just like, "What?" <laughs> oh, and she was so obsessed. She was so obsessed with finding her obviously dead, obviously zombified boyfriend. Yes. So, when they started writing her well, she actually turned into a really interesting character. And she's been, this whole, like, last couple of episodes has been the arc about Madison has been choosing everyone else over Alicia Mm -hmm. for her whole life. When, when, when Nick was, was high on drugs, he... She, Madison chose him because he needed help. When she was losing her marriage, she chose her husband because she wanted to try to save the marriage. Mm-hmm. When she met up with Travis, she chose Travis because she was trying to start a new life. So basically, Alicia has been raising herself. And these last couple of weeks at the hotel, Alicia and Madison have been like bonding and becoming right. people that... Mm-hmm are strong like a cohesive unit and everything is starting to get where it needs to be right unfortunately <sighs> because what's her name the the hotel manager, elena elena they got to get some medicine for strand okay? right he, while he has not been stabbed through a vital organ he's still bleeding badly right and uh he shouldn't be bleeding as badly as he is and he shouldn't be you know blah 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 but this is what this is what the show's going to have us do so they are going to go. get a specific kind of medicine that's going to produce help him produce more red blood cells because he's lost a lot of blood okay okay right and and sutures and things like that that you actually have to because he doesn't the, the hotel um uh, medical kit is not designed to sew up stab wounds right right and so they go to the mini mart because that's where elena as uh, a nephew. As a nephew. The brother of the guy who was teaching. Surf teacher. Yeah. With the long hair. So so Elena and Madison and the groom bring an ice chest full of Toblerones up there to get the medicine. Actually, it's an ice chest full of freshly caught fish. I insist that it is Toblerones. And they were excited there at the at the, the mini mart because they have fish, fresh fish, and, and ice. Because everyone likes ice. They're like, we need more ice. And Madison was like, deal. But I want to tell you, I just want to bring up one little detail here. And uh-huh. we, will, we will come back to this as well. Because <laughs> we get to come back to it as well. Um, consider geography for 
For just a moment. But why would I do that? Because the show doesn't, and somebody has to. Because space and time are things that are real. They're real, damn it. I'm telling you. So, um, when the... Molly just looked at you with the most incredulous look. I don't think she believes space and time are real. Will you just go on a diatribe? Zombies. I think I will. Zombies okay. aren't real, so why are you worrying about anything that's real? Because there's suspension of disbelief, and then there's just, Hi there, this is the belief. I'm going to murder it in front of you. And then I'm going to toss the corpse out the window of this 20-story building. Molly doesn't listen to this podcast, so she doesn't know Tim does this all the time. Right. So, if we consider just a moment that the compound was... Compound is here, right? Yes. That's okay. And then um, Madison and company get in the truck. So then again. Right. They're in a truck. Right. This is a motorized vehicle. Now, you don't see this, but Tim has a whiteboard. I do. And he's he's exiting things out. I'm this out for the love of God. (laughs) And they drive... They drive this way. Right. Please note the arrows. Uh-huh. The arrow directions. Okay. And and then um, Nick is on foot. Right. And he walks this way. But he hasn't left yet. He hasn't left yet. But even so, he still walks this way. Right. Right. So you'll note that these two episodes are, in fact, opposite directions. Correct. All right. So somewhere at the, at the direction that Madison and company have gone mm-hmm. is the coastline. Yes. And there is a hotel there. Correct. Which they end up at. We know this. And then Nick wanders the earth like kung fu. A hundred miles. He walks one hundred <laughs> miles. One hundred miles in a couple of days because, you know, that's impossible. <laughs> um, and he ends up at Tijuana. Yes, that's where we are. Which somehow is the same city, apparently, that the hotel is in. Makes sense to me. Okay, so we, now we, are, we are now aware that the people who have walked... Basically, in what everyone just walked in half a circle. Sure. So they hooked back up together. Or drove. Or drove. Because they had a truck before Ophelia stole it. Right. So, and, so and you'll note on the whiteboard, you'll note that how this how this all graphs out. And I want you to remember this. Take a mental picture because we're going to come back to this in a minute, but not just yet. Uh, okay. So anyway. Right. So they go to in the mini mart. Yeah. And they they see the torture going on, and Madison in her white lady American way, cannot just leave well enough alone. May we remind you again that this is a place full of guys with guns. Right. And they have been specifically told, stay here. Right. Crazy white woman. We have the guns. You have come to us for something you want. Stop being a crazy white woman. Stop being a crazy woman. So, (laughs) nope. (laughs) She makes Elena translate the the torture being going on Mm -hmm. and finds out that one of the people who's been dropping off drugs is a white kid with ratty hair. And because... There's only one white that's, kid with ratty hair who's ever yes. sold drugs in the history of humanity. Yes, that no, <laughs> no little white boy named Trevor ever experimented with dreadlocks and dealing ecstasy. So it has to be oh, Nick. So instead of standing there and listening... Getting more information? Getting perhaps? more information, she barges up there and she's like was it nick did he look like this here look at this tattoo i have on him on my breast and, and then she shot dead because this is the logical thing that happens <laughs> they they just shoot her and madison's out of the show i was, yeah, I was not expecting I was that shocked i did not see that coming and Wait, no yeah. they don't do that uh, for some reason they give her the drugs and say go away crazy <laughs> white lady which oh and don't come back okay <sighs> so yeah i don't so anyway, yeah. So so she goes back to the hotel, uh huh, and she turns on the sign. 
So again, we are at a hotel. Um, the Ramada Inn. The Ramada Inn Apocalypse. Ramada Inn Apocalypse. In, in beautiful uh, Tijuana, Mexico. 17 floors. It has a giant sign that is bright red. It is lit up and she turns on the lights. Now, they got power back mm-hmm. to run a little bit during the day to do and refrigeration. They even, they even in the meeting were like, during the nighttime... We're going to turn off the power so we don't draw attention to ourselves. Right. That, that was would be sensible. her idea. Uh-huh. And However. So, but Nick might be somewhere in the vicinity. So and, Alicia goes up to her and goes, uh, Mom, why are you crazy? And, and, <laughs> and so Madison tries to explain to her that, that she heard this thing about this white kid with bad hair. And Alicia is like... Are you seriously choosing Nick over me again? And Elite Madison is like, but maybe he changed. He's, she's like, he left us. He left us. Mm-hmm. And Madison says, maybe he changed his mind. And Alicia says, I never changed my mind, you crazy person. <sighs> and she turns off the sign. But it's too late. Because who's on the hillside and sees it? Okay, so I want you to get take a look at this whiteboard. Okay. So we're going to have to triangulate because... We, we have to go back because not only not only when Travi- when Nick caught up to Travis and Chris, mm-hmm. Travis told him, mm-hmm. we're going east. Right. Tell them we went west. Right. So if you notice on the whiteboard... Oh, um, no. No, no, because he says, don't, tell, we don't, say you didn't find us. I remember right. that. Uh-huh. They didn't find us. We're going east. Tell them to go west. Right. So, as you'll note, mm. that means that Travis went this way. Yes. And, and Travis went this way. Yes. <laughs> and Madison and her people went this way. Now, we do not know what has happened to Travis since he looked up and saw that his son was a crazy psycho killer. Uh, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But on the plus side, we did see him alone. Oh. So it could be that that horrible creature is dead. Doesn't matter. But you sit there and you see the lights and the camera pans around. You see Travis, which means that Travis somehow got from the middle of the country, Mm. likely on foot, by the way, because you know the 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 dude bros had the had the had the truck. Baby James. Baby James. And so, but he's close enough now that he can see this. Now, admittedly, seventeen stories is tall. Yes. You could see it a ways away. Right. If we were to walk out the door here, we could look to downtown Kansas City and see. Yeah, see, we do. Uh, yeah, but that's only three miles away, Tim. Right, I know. But some of those signs would be hard to read for even from this distance. We're not that yes, far that's away. That's true. So he has to be pretty close. He's very close. Somehow he knows. Because <laughs> Mexico. Okay. No, he, he looked up and he saw, hey, <laughs> there's somebody making a bad decision. I've got to go find that person and make them my friend, perhaps that's, even my queen. That's clearly, clearly my girlfriend is what that is. <laughs> I so, hate him so much, Tim. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, so feel, I feel bad for Travis at this point. I don't. You know why I feel bad for Travis? I don't care. I do. I feel bad for Travis because he's stuck in a show. Where Mexico is only ten miles across. <laughs> That's true. This is this is the new pocket-sized Mexico. This is the new Mexico you can carry on a bag. This is the new Mexico that. Well, this oh, is also the, the the people that brought us Georgia, <laughs> the same three streets. <laughs> oh, no, so, so the difference is there is the opposite. See, Georgia. Is the entire U.S. I mean, it's a, that's how big it is. It's, uh-huh. it's the world's. There's Georgia, and there's every other state on the edge. <laughs> Uh, Texas is like little tiny thing, and then yeah. there's Georgia, because nobody could ever leave 
Oh, my God. So the problem is, is that every now and again, everybody on this show is turning in really good performances right now. They're all acting their hearts out. Oh, sure. Um, it's really frustrating to see a cast this talented be given the same dumb, stupid behavior to go through. And then to contrast, if, if the whole season had been like this, if, if, if this was all we were getting, Dustin, we would just be like, oh, it's like season it's one. It's more of the same. This is this is the life we've chosen. We have chosen to do this to ourselves. We have no one but ourselves to blame. But every once in a while, there's these little pockets of brilliance. Like, I would, I would follow Ophelia's Mad Max-style road trip mm-hmm. up to Arizona. Mm-hmm. To find out if that guy who once liked her enough to say, well, you want a maybe, mm-hmm. is still alive. I want to see that, and I want to see the Alicia the Alicia Strand show. Yeah. Alicia and Strand, when all this goes to crap at the hotel, are going to jump in a, on one of, those, one of those train things that has the seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get away, uh, and they're going to go off and have adventures. Or at least just Alicia, because that that shot tonight with Strand at the bar was just like... Well, uh, see, I think that there's that weird moment that Strand and Alicia had mm -hmm. where she's basically like the bedside manner scene where he's, you know, she's like, you know... I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's going to be okay because it might not be. Right. And the look on his face was very like, did I put my money on the wrong pony? (laughs) Of course, he had not met Alicia at that time. No, but and, uh, it's just you had those great moments. You had those those you had the two episodes that we've had this since the show came back where it's interesting and it's not them making the creators of the show making the same mistakes they made on the regular Walking Dead, except crammed into a smaller space. Right. It's like the first three seasons of Fear of the of the Walking Dead. They went through and picked out everything they did wrong and said, "Let's put it into seventeen episodes." As opposed to whatever it was. Five years. Know, five, you know, four or five years. Three, oh, that's so frustrating. So I think we need to be done. We do. Next I week. Too. Next week is the... They tell us we have two episodes left, which means they got to wrap all this up. Travis is coming home. Nick is coming home. Everyone's coming home. Oh, and there's a, they showed tonight that because Madison was a moron and turned on the lights, there's like a ton of people standing outside the gates of the hotel. And she's saying you can't come in. So this is going to end well. I'm sure. Yes. Okay. So join us next week as we torture ourselves with more of this. I am Tim. This is Dustin. And this is Apocalypse Now. You can find us on iTunes and podcast.com. If you listen to us on iTunes, please please make a little note that you do like us and, and poke us with comments and things because they don't share information with us. We don't know you're listening. And we would love to know that. So And, and also we tweet, I tweet. He live tweets the show. I also live tweet RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars and the abomination that is Finding Prince Charming. (laughs) That show is terrible. And you all have to listen to me tweet about it because it's amazing. I don't live tweet anything and that's probably for the best. And so we're gonna and we're gonna be bringing in some new shows. The sci-fi creepypasta show and Mm -hmm. maybe Lucifer and and uh Perhaps. And of course, The Walking Dead is actually coming back next month. Oh, it is. Oh, but we're, we're excited about that. We are, we are looking forward to it because it's been interesting. So, thanks for listening, folks. We will see you next week. Bye. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. 
No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Ha, 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 ha.